Everyone has questions. Why am I here? Where will I go when I die? Is there really truth? But not everyone has biblical answers. Welcome to The Pastor Study, a ministry of pastorstudy.org. Join us now as we study the Bible to draw closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Tom Brock. Welcome to the Pastor Study, everyone. I want to introduce you to Tom Steller. I'd shake hands, but it's COVID time. So uh, Tom is a, an old friend of mine, and he is uh, involved in missions work over in Africa, Cameroon. And so welcome, Tom. Thank you, Tom. It's good to be here. So we're going to just pick Tom's brain about missions, why we should care, and let's start with that one. Uh, most of the people watching our show hopefully have their own church that they go to regularly, and maybe their churches don't even think about sending money overseas because they're concerned with their own budget or whatever. Yeah. Why should Christians matter or concern, concern themselves with foreign missions? That's a great question. And when I first came to Bethlehem Baptist Church back in 1980. In Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, um, our focus really was on the city. What can we do to change Minneapolis? And, uh, and you know, we, we cared about missions. And if you love Jesus, how can you not care about missions? But we had a misunderstanding that that missions had to do with bringing the gospel to every country in the world, but the church was in every country. And so let's focus right here until we realize that when the Bible talks about nations, it's not talking so much about countries like the United Nations. It's talking more about people groups like the Sioux Nation or the Dakota Nation. And, uh, and then when you look at the world that way, like for example, Cameroon, it's one country, but it's 290 languages wow. in Cameroon. And when Jesus says, go and make disciples of all the nations, he's got that in mind, that every tribe and tongue and people and nation will be gathered up and be worshiping the Lord forever. And so our goal as a church is to fulfill the Great Commission and therefore care about um, all the peoples of the world. And so many of them are bypassed. So what did you stop? centering and then then on your city mission and and added something or how did you yeah that's a good question and that that became a we had kind of a missions renewal in 1983 and uh, and we already had a good focus on the city and so there was some concern with all this missions foreign missions focus what about the city and we realized that it's not either or uh -huh. it's both and right and so we are commanded to love our neighbor yeah right here in Minneapolis and St. Paul. And, uh, but at the same time, don't neglect the, the bigger picture. And, and so I, we've tried to balance the two over the years. And it, I would just say to people watching, if your church doesn't have a missions program, a foreign missions program, that should be a priority for you. Mm -hmm. And to get that into your church, the church I served for, for so mm -hmm. many years as well, they had a very a number of missionaries mm -hmm. that we supported. So let's talk about your mission now, Tom. Um, they used to say years ago that in a few years, Africa would be more Christian than the United States. Is that true now, or what do you think? Um, that's, a, that's a great question, and I, I can't give you the exact numbers, but the gospel has spread substantially in Africa, especially Central and South Africa. And uh, um, many denominations... Um, many believers that are true believers 
but there's lots of mixture and there's lots of syncretism and there's with, lots with of, false religions with false religions and uh, and so syncretism meaning mixing together yeah it's just mixing together so you might um, go to church on Sunday but if you're sick you'll go to the witch doctor on Tuesday okay you know and that kind of thing is that and, true in Cameroon oh absolutely where is Cameroon is it north central where is it Cameroon is it's uh, I always called it West Africa but it's really technically Central Africa Central Africa yeah so it's right next to Nigeria okay and uh, and it's on the on the coast um, and it's surrounded by Gabon and Chad and okay and uh, and are most people in Cameroon uh, technically anyway Christian or Muslim or what are they yeah in the in the north um, there's much more of a Muslim presence in the north although there are Muslims throughout um, in Yaoundé the capital city where where I will be focused um, there's a Muslim quarter and uh, with just a large Muslim population right in Yaoundé but in the south of Cameroon it's predominantly Christian influenced what percentage would claim Christianity in Cameroon do you know Way. I or should, is it is it more Muslim than than Christian? Would you say? Um, in Cam throughout Cameroon, it's more Christian than is Muslim. It? Okay. Yeah. And what's the history? Did the Church of England come in with Dr. Livingston? I presume. <laughs> or is that the, what? How yeah. did they get Christianity? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, well, Roman Catholics came um, earlier, but uh, as far as evangelicals, um, the first uh, missionary to Cameroon that we know of. Um, came in 1846, and his name was Merrick, and he was Jamaican-born, and he was the son of a slave. Oh. And he came and he brought the gospel to Cameroon. Is this like a Baptist or? Yeah, um, I, I'm not even sure what denomination okay. he was. Okay. What denominations are big in Cameroon? Um, the, the Baptist is big in terms of um, evangelical. Um, then there's some Pentecostal denominations. Foursquare is is a big denomination. Oh, there are Presbyterians and and others as well. Catholicism big. Catholicism is big. Okay. In in Cameroon, there's two two um, there's two official languages. There's 290 um, languages, but there's two government and education languages. There's French and English. The English side is much smaller um, part of Cameroon, and the much larger part is French speaking. And so the French-speaking side is much more predominantly Roman Catholic. Okay. Whereas, um, and there's kind of two different kinds of Catholics: the ex the extremely traditional, and then there's the more evangelical. Yeah. What would they? Where would they line up? That's a good question. My guess is that there's diversity. Okay. Diversity there. Um, I mean, there's there's some that I think are really concerned about. Um, their faith uh -huh. and and uh, trying to do good things. Um, with Christian motives, okay. and, uh, but there's, I mean, there's liberalism even in the Catholic Church. Let's let's ask this: Are there, are there liberal? You know, we we preach on this show a lot about the very liberal uh -huh. Protestant denominations in America. Are they? But it it seems to me that the missionaries, even from the liberal denominations, tend to be more evangelical. Am I right? Oh, I think that's true. Okay. Yeah. Now, how about the cults? Yeah, there's uh, Jehovah's Witnesses are there, Mormons are there. Okay. And, uh, but probably one of the more, um, and it's, I wouldn't call this a cult, but it's, it's a, an emphasis that I think is distracting from the pure gospel, and it's just called the health, wealth, prosperity gospel. Yeah. Is, In America, too. Oh, it came from America. Yeah. It's one of America's exports. Uh -huh. And so, um, but it's, it hits hard, especially in 
cultures where there's more poverty. Yeah. And they think if I come to Jesus, I'm going to get it rich. Well, their pastor is really rich. Yeah. You know, and he preaches a message. If you, if you uh, give this money to our organization, um, you, you will be blessed mm -hmm. and we'll send you a handkerchief or we'll send you something yeah. special and then you will have And your, your daughter blessing. will be healed and that's your right. marriage will be yeah. healed. And, yeah. and sadly, that's all over American Christianity yeah. too. Yeah, a lot of heartache. So Tom, what do you do? What's your job in Cameroon? Yeah, my, um, my new title, and I've uh -huh. been at Bethlehem for 40 years. At Bethlehem Baptist, Bethlehem in, Baptist in, in Church Minneapolis. in Minneapolis for 40 years. But now there's a 40 change. Years, and yep. there's a change coming. And uh, I'm now transitioning to a mission agency that Bethlehem helped to start um, 11 years ago called Training Leaders International. And uh, it's a mission agency that is focused on trying to bring biblical and pastoral training to pastors that have not had a lot of training. Okay. And some hardly any training at all. Okay. And so that's, that's the focus of that mission. So and you go overseas and you theologically and biblically train the pastors. Is that yes. what you're doing? Yep. Okay. Yep. And how's it going? Well, it's, it's been exciting. Um, they have a seminary now? They have a seminary. Um, I've been going over there <clears throat> since 1990 was my first time there. Oh. And I taught at a, at a seminary in um, the northwest province of Cameroon in the English-speaking side. And uh, my family moved over there, and it was a wonderful time, eye-opening time, and it okay. just gave me a heart for theological training in, uh -huh. in Africa. And then over the years, I've been back with countless trips of teaching intensive courses and so forth. Um, but uh, yeah, at Bethlehem Baptist Church, we've started a church-based um, college and seminary called uh -huh. Bethlehem College yes. and Seminary, and uh, and it's been wonderful to have it so linked in with the church and uh, we're training people that are going around the world really and uh, but one of our students um, who is Cameroonian and he came and studied with us and uh, and he felt called to go back to Cameroon focus in the French side of the country which was less reached and to try to bring theological education in the context of the local Good. church and you know years ago we'd kind of send white missionaries into Africa yeah. or Asia or whatever. And, and now the new model is to let the local people run things. Am I right? Yeah, I think that's the ideal is, is uh, so I, I view my role um, as uh, a partner with, with, with uh, Dr. Tamfu. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm so excited for his leadership. He's got gifting. He's grew up in Cameroon, he knows the culture, he has connections, and, uh, and so I'm coming alongside him to help in any way I can. So I'll be doing some teaching in the seminary. He does more teaching than I do. Um, he's the executive director of the seminary. Okay. I don't have an official role. Okay. My role with Training Leaders International is director of theological education in Cameroon, but okay. most of what I'll do is in supporting this work with the seminary. Good. Well, let me ask you this. Let's say somebody's watching this show, they go to a good church, but that church does not support missionaries. How does a church go about finding good missionaries? How, do, how, how does a lay person, or hopefully maybe some pastors watching this who don't support missions, how do they start? That's a good, good question. Is, um, a, lot of, a lot of people, will, they don't know much about missions, but they might know Aunt Mabel does, or, or Cousin Henry, or... 
a friend over in the school, you know, I went to school with this person and he was missions minded. Mm -hmm. Talk to people. Mm -hmm. That's one way, and just to hear what they they hear. Uh -huh. um, but also, I mean, just what's on the internet now. I mean, there's a lot of really weird stuff on the internet. But uh, I think I think you you could say now is there a certain part of the world that I'm interested in, uh -huh. and then they could go and begin to research Cameroon, for example, and uh, biblical training in Cameroon, and uh, and then you'll see what's happening, and uh, you can kind of educate yourself. Um, and so if somebody is watching this and uh, they want to support your ministry, mm -hmm. uh, is there a website or how do they find out about you and how to support the work you're doing in Cameroon? Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we've got a website called TomSteller.com and, and uh, just uh, gives you a good introduction to what we're doing and uh, the school that we're working That's with. That's his name. Yeah, yes. that's right, and uh, <laughs> and it focuses a lot on my ministry partner, Dr. Tam Fu, and uh, a lot of pictures and maps, and and uh, it's it, I'm quite pleased with this this uh, I'm I'm not known as a webmaster, okay. but uh, we've created a website that I think is helpful. It's so there's a, there's a it. mission people could support. Absolutely. Go to your go to your church council yeah. or your pastor and say, Pastor, we really need to start supporting missions yeah. more. And there's one they could do. Yeah. There's also the Jesus Film Project. Absolutely. There's there's something called Reaching Unreached Nations. Are you mm -hmm. aware of this mm -hmm. one? I've heard of it. It's these this remember um, the Secretary of the Interior, James Watt. Mm -hmm. This is his son. Ah. And the Reaching Unreached Nations. Okay is going after the Muslims overseas. Okay. And they're bringing Taliban to Christ. Isn't that something? And then there's uh, something called the Timothy Initiative, which you know mm -hmm, about that, mm -hmm. also very good ministry. So, yeah. but Tom's, if you want to support somebody in um, Cameroon, there's Tom's ministry. And uh, Tom, we got uh, more time here. What is, how did you get a burden? I mean, you were a pastor at a church for many years. Yeah. And how did you get a burden that I want to go overseas, I want to reach the lost overseas? What happened to you? That's a great question. Well, I grew up um, Roman Catholic, so in a kind of a devout home, and uh, then I became a hippie wannabe for a number of years. I remember those years, Tom. <laughs> and, uh, we knew each other in college. But, uh, but then, by God's grace, my oldest sister came to Christ, and she started sharing the gospel with me, and I just realized that... It, even if I had everything I wanted in this world, it was not what I needed. I needed forgiveness for my sins, and I needed a purpose to live for. And so I came to Christ, and and then the time I was right when I was 17, and then and then I had to go to college when I was 18. I didn't want to go anywhere, I, but uh, my parents wanted me to go to a liberal arts college, and I, all I wanted to do was study the Bible. And I found out that that the school had a, um, a liberal arts focus with a Bible department, mm -hmm. went there, and uh, uh, John Piper was a professor there. He and, taught me Greek there. Yep, he yep. did. Yep, we, we, uh, we were roommates together. We were in college. <laughs> and uh, he had a big impact on me, and then I went out to Fuller Seminary, and uh, just out there just felt a calling into pastoral ministry. And while I was out there, um, Dr. Piper sent me a letter. He said, I feel irretrievably called to leave teaching and to go into pastoral ministry. And then the next letter, he said, am I crazy? And I said, yes, because he was just the best <laughs> he, teacher. He certainly was. Yeah. But then a couple months later, he sent me another letter. He said, um, 
Bethlehem Baptist Church in downtown Minneapolis has called me to serve there. Would you like to come and join me? And so I came in 1980. We started together at the same time in 1980 into a, a historic church. We're going to celebrate our 150th anniversary this year. Bethlehem Baptist, yeah. downtown Minneapolis. Yeah, but it was kind of, it was kind of on one of the low ebb, and uh, they mm -hmm. didn't want to die, so they hired this young pastor. And, uh, and missions, they have a history of missions, but nothing was really going too strong. And neither John nor I were really awakened to missions. Um, we weren't against missions, but it just wasn't on our heart. Uh, we wanted to change the city and reach college students, university students. Um, but, uh, um, but then 1983, something happened that uh, we, we were more the victims of the Spirit's work than the cause of it. <laughs> and our eyes were just open to um, the mandate to go and bring the gospel to all the Last nations. Last words of Jesus on earth, yep. go ye therefore. Yep, and, and what the, the key insight that really changed us was the idea that nation does not equal Cameroon is one nation in the United Nations, but in Cameroon there are probably 300 ethno-linguistic groupings of people, and that's what's meant by the scope of the gospel, to bring people from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. It says in Revelation 5 that Jesus was slain and purchased people for God from every tribe and tongue and nation. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you love Jesus and you love his, his work. atonement, his mm -hmm. work, um, somehow we need to care for the unreached peoples of the world. All right, if I can ask the hard question when it comes to missions, do you believe someone has to hear about Jesus to be saved? I do. Okay, and how? just for our people watching this that think that's unfair, how do you respond to that? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question, and it's, it's really one of those questions where I'm so thankful that in heaven we'll have the perfect, clear answer that yes. satisfies all of us. Yes. But, um, but I think that um, uh, you know, God's creation tells us enough to hold us accountable, that God is glorious and he is to be thanked. Romans 1. Yep, Romans 1. And yet we all take that truth and we suppress it. Yes, and we, we do. We hold it down. And why God has his timing of bringing the gospel when he does, um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I do believe I have no warrant to say, but he'll he'll save people another way. No. I think there's Jesus says there's only one way to the John Father. John fourteen and six. Him. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so if you don't hear the gospel, you cannot be saved. Right. I uh -huh. mean, I mean, a lot depends what your understanding of of um, children in the womb and you know uh -huh. pre accountability and so forth. I mean, that's a complex issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, uh, also, I think a lot of people use that question as a smokescreen. Uh -huh. They don't really care about people in Africa that have yeah. never heard the gospel. Yeah. Uh, I heard somebody say, well, it's, uh, you know, God will deal with the people in Africa. But what about you? Yeah. You've heard about Christ, yeah. and you're not accepting him. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. You can't use the people in yeah. Africa as an yeah. excuse not to come to Christ. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I just fall back on, you know, um, shall not the judge of all the earth do, do right. right. Yeah. You know, so I have no question. I mean, there are so many things that have come together for me in the Bible that I would have never, ever seen on my own that, that now make just beautiful, perfect sense to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And so the things that are still hard out there, um, they're going to be resolved. Right. 
someday. Well, and you know, again, on this show, we talk about the tragedy of liberal Protestantism. Mm -hmm. The Lutheran uh, Church, the Methodist Church, the Episcopal Church, the Congregational Church, which is the most liberal mm -hmm. now, they used to have mission zeal because yep. they believed that lost people without Christ are going right. to hell. Now these denominations, their missions program have shrunk yeah. because, hey, they're all saved. That's Everybody's right. saved. Yeah. God is love. Yeah. You know? And so if you take away the belief that people need Christ to be saved, you get a social gospel. Right. You'll get social justice, right. but you won't get missionaries going overseas. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, Tom, are, are people funding what you're doing or is it hard going or what's happening? Well, yeah, it's interesting. You know, um, my role at Bethlehem for... Uh, 40 years, uh, 18 of those years was as the missions pastor. Oh, And okay. uh, 20 years was, was leadership development. Um, but as a missions pastor, I would come alongside all of our missionary candidates. We've sent out a lot of missionaries over the years, and I would hold their hand during their support raising process <laughs> and say, God's going to bring it in, trust him, <laughs> and uh, just I'd try to lift up the flag for them. And, uh -huh. and, uh, and now I'm in that boat where I have to raise my <laughs> entire support. I'm about 30% of the way there. Oh. And, uh, and so I, I'm getting to experience what all these people have walked through. And, uh, and it's been a, a delight. It really has. Has it? It has been. It doesn't sound like it. No, I mean, you just, I mean, what it's doing, it, it just gives me a chance to share the vision, yeah. a vision of Jesus, a yeah. vision of God and why he's worth everything. Yeah. And then a vision for the work. Um, and, uh, and that, I love to do that. Um, I'm not good at saying, okay, now get your checkbook out. Uh -huh. I, I'm uh -huh. not very... But you go to churches and speak. And yeah, then, I go to churches so people, and speak. So if people, if you're interested in Tom speaking at your church when this COVID thing gets over or whatever, give him a call. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Tom, this ministry, this TV ministry, I don't know how to run a computer yeah. or, or do a website or to run these cameras. God has just put these people... Yeah the volunteers around me yeah. and i the reason i believe this is from god is i can't do this that's right and then the money it's yeah. a lot of money to, uh -huh. to put on the air uh -huh. to, to buy airtime around across the country it's coming in it is so if if the lord's in it yeah it'll happen yeah and if the lord is is calling you to do this you know you have to be faithful in yeah. doing what he tells you to do but it, it, it's called a relaxed concern. Yeah, I'm concerned that this money coming, but I'm relaxed because if it's yeah. from the Lord, it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tom, um, any other thoughts about, we got about four minutes here. Any other thoughts about Cameroon, world missions, getting Americans to be concerned about the lost? Uh, I mean, America's as lost as anybody. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you think Cameroon, and when you go over there and do your thing, do you sense the culture, anyway, is more Christian or less Christian than America? What do you think? Yeah, I th that's... I mean, do they have the abortion in Cameroon like we have? Not like we have, by okay. any means. And, Pornography uh, and gay marriage and stuff? Well, thanks to the Internet and so forth, it's much more accessible there. The How about gay marriage? The, the Internet, gay marriage would be um, very looked down on okay. they don't, for the most part. It's not legal there. Uh, a lot of places it wouldn't be legal. Okay. And, uh, yeah. It's, so in that sense, it's 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 more conservative. Okay. And uh, but I, you know, I think um, one of the one of the burdens that we have is I mean we've we've because of God's word we have seen a picture of Jesus that is so glorious and of His redemptive plan 
that it has just captured us. And so that's why um, we preach and teach, but also why we established a college and a seminary here in Minneapolis. And, and our goal there is to help um, students see for themselves through their own careful study of the scripture mm -hmm. who Jesus is and what the word says and what God's purpose in redemptive history is. And, uh, and then just to unleash them. And some will go into the marketplace. Some will be homeschool moms and, and, and some will um, go into pastoral ministry. Some will go to missions. But wherever you go, I want them to go with a world Christian mindset that God does have a global purpose mm -hmm. and, and that somehow we fit in. And Tom, if they want to more, inf maybe somebody needs to go to this college yeah. uh, or seminary. Mm -hmm. What's the name of it? It's called Bethlehem College and Seminary. It's got Min a good website. Bethlehem College and Seminary, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Just Correct. Google that yep. and they'll get it. Exactly. Okay. And also, if you want more information about Tom's ministry and, and the Cameroon uh, ministry, TomSteller.com. And, and you can do that. And, you know, Tom, we got about less than two minutes. Why don't you pray? Okay. Do, would you mind praying for our audience that they'd be involved in missions and just the, the, the call of God to bring sure. people to Christ? Father, I thank you for the privilege to be here with my lifelong friend, Tom Brock, and how you have used him and have used this ministry right here. I thank you for every person that listens and that is hungry for your word and is hungry for you or at least searching for you and you somehow bring them across this this television program and Lord I just pray that you would use the truth that mm -hmm. goes out from this program um, every time every time it's it's on the air and uh, and Lord I do pray that it will stimulate not only concern for our local churches in our local states and but also concern for the world mm -hmm. we just grieve that there are still people groups in cameroon and other places that have never even heard the name of jesus mm -hmm. and lord we just want to be faithful to your commission to yes. to make disciples of all the nations we want mm -hmm. all the peoples to praise you O mm -hmm. god and mm -hmm. so use us to that end yes, i lord. pray in jesus in name. jesus name amen, amen. Well, Tom, thank you so much. Uh, big shoulder <laughs> knock during COVID. And everybody, just uh, thank you for watching the show thank just you. to catch you up to date. We now have added a second national network, so we're reaching a lot more people than we used to. And it's because of your prayers and your support. And, and if you uh, are so led to help this program stay on the air, we're trying to reach people for Christ. And you'll see the info on how you can support us with our website. God bless. Amen. Thank you for watching the Pastor Study. You can watch more of our programs at pastorstudy.org. We are on the air preaching the gospel of Christ because of our generous support of you, our viewers. Would you consider supporting our ministry? You may do so at pastorstudy.org. Or write the Pastor Study, P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55441. May the blessing of our one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you today and always. If you've been blessed by the pastor's study, would you consider a tax-deductible gift to help us reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ? You can donate at our website, pastorsstudy.org, two S's, or mail a check to the pastor's study, P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 
55441. May the Lord bless you and have a wonderful week. <laughs>